Grace Point Revealed, Episode Zero, Series Preview and Intros. Welcome to Grace Point Revealed Podcast, a fan podcast dedicated to Grace Point on Fox. I'm Daryl. Man, those are some wicked sounding seagulls, aren't they? <laughs> they have seen things they shouldn't see. Oh, no. Yes. They're trying to gouge their own eyes out. <laughs> That's right. Yes. I'm Clint. I was wondering if you were going to just leave the audience no. in suspense. I should, but I'm not going yeah. to. How you been? Good. I missed you, Daryl. I missed you, Clint. I feel like we should do a group hug right now. All right, let's do it. All that. right, bring it in. Oh, you're crushing me. Uh, uh, uh. All right. Okay. That's enough. That's enough for one season. That's <laughs> well, thanks for joining us for this episode of Grace Point Revealed. If you're new to Golden Spiral Media, perhaps you don't know Clint or myself or the fact that we've been podcasting together for years and years. We started in what? 2007 or 8? Eight, eight, I think it 2008. was. 2008. Yeah. Yeah. And we've had a podcast together ever since. I mean, at least every yeah, season that's true. since. We, we did Fringe. That's right. We did some Cutting the Cable along the way. That's right. Did we some did Triple Cast. Triple Cast. That's yeah. right. We did some other stuff yeah that, that didn't stick and then we did almost human last that's season. right and that didn't stick with fox but we enjoyed it yeah i did i really did and yeah. so we're giving fox another chance third time's the charm third for, times. although fringe was was quite a yeah, nice run it was five seasons five seasons yeah. and a great show yeah too Absolutely. bad they didn't get that sixth season because then we could be hoping for the movie I know you're a community fan. I so am a I, huge I threw community the, uh, fan. Six Thank seasons you. And a movie hey, they got there. their sixth season. Yeah, I'm I know. Just, I'm just saying. It was an odd way of getting the yes. sixth. Yes, hey, we'll take it. Any way you can get it. We'll take it any way we can get it. Yeah. All I have to say is, pop, pop. All right. Pop, pop, Daryl. No, no. I I I've never seen Community. I don't know if you know this about me, Clint, but I don't watch a lot of TV See, shows. See, that is absolutely, <laughs> absolutely not true. Well... I don't watch a lot of TV shows, but I do stay at least random or, or, or relatively familiar with a yes. lot of TV shows. But Community is not one of them. You I know do, what? There I, are a few jokes I'll get, but very few. And I know, I know that it's not really your style of show. You don't mm. really like kind of the slapstick comedy. Mm-hmm. It's worth it's worth watch. It's worth a binge watch. Okay, so you should put it on your binge watch list. Do you know how long that list is? I'm sure. It sh- it should at least move up a couple of positions. Okay, maybe it will. They're short episodes. Okay, so it's the kind of thing you know, you and Carrie are watching a show and mm-hmm. you're like, oh, this is depressing. Mm-hmm. Let's watch twenty minutes of Community and cheer us up, and it'll cheer you up. Right? Okay, that's how we got started on it. We were watching something. I don't even remember what it was, Broadchurch or something really depressing. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and we're like, oh, we can't go to bed after just watching that. Uh-huh. Let's put on Community. Hilarious! It's uh-huh. a hilarious show. All right. Well, as much as you love community, and I'm sure I I would if I ever watched it, let's talk about Grace Point. That's what we're here for. Yes. Yeah. You mentioned Broad Church. Why did you throw the Broad Choke Church? Broad Choke. Broad Choke. What was what was with the Broad Choke? Broad Choke. (laughs) That's actually how how I can't say anything, can I? I don't know. No, I can't. Hmm. 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 So. 
go ahead. Broadchurch. Yes, Broadchurch. So, uh, Somebody, I don't even remember who it was, Daryl. Somebody told me about this really good show. Okay. That was, I I believe it was my brother-in-law. Okay. Who is, he is native to the, to the islands. He's an island boy, brah. <laughs> but not those islands, not right. the Hawaiian islands. He's the native UK to islands. The, the islands of. Yeah. Is he from the Isle of Man? No, he's not. He's not the man from the Isle of Man. Okay. That's too bad. Yeah. That would be cool. No, he is a, he's a Brit. Can I say that? Sure. He's. He's an Englishman, mm-hmm. and uh, we were we were talking about Doctor Who. Yeah, and he said, "Oh, if you like Doctor Who, you're gonna like this show that's completely unrelated in every possible way to Doctor Who, <laughs> except that it has two people from Doctor Who, in right? It, called Broadchurch, mm-hmm. and so uh, we couldn't find it on Netflix. We ended up buying it on iTunes. Oh, so you didn't watch it on the B? You don't have the cable, right? I watched Broadchurch at least the pilot episode yeah. when it first premiered on the BBC. Wow, yeah, no, okay." So I, for, for until now, I had assumed you watched it that way, not even thinking that you don't yes. have cable. So of course nope. you didn't watch it that nope. way. We bought it on iTunes. Okay. Well worth it. Yeah. It is a fantastic show. Eight episodes. Eight episodes. Perfectly, perfectly paced. Mm-hmm. You know, we've watched some other shows and, and they're probably going to be people that liked the killing. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked the killing, but Broadchurch is like, you know, the killing is like a hamburger. Broadchurch is the filet mignon. Oh, nice analogy. It's what? good, right? Yeah. Sometimes you're in the mood for a hamburger. Sometimes sure. you want something more meaty, mm-hmm. perfectly seasoned, perfectly cooked. Yeah. Nice mutton lettuce, lettuce and tomato with the mutton sliced nice and thin. Oh, yes. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, br- yeah, Broadchurch was brilliant. Uh-huh. And so when I heard that they were adapting it for the U.S. market, I thought, Oh, no. But they've done a lot of good shows that they've adapted well for the U.S. market, like they The have. Office. The Office is a great right? example of that, yes. The Office was, uh, you know, we, we got started with The Office when it first came out. Mm-hmm. First season was a little rough. Mm-hmm. We stuck with it. Ended up being a great show. Took on a totally different right uh, life of its own. The characters became kind of their own. Lasted way longer than the U.K. version and mm-hmm. became its own thing, right? Yeah. And so I think that's exactly what they're going to try and do here with with Grace Point, and mm-hmm. I'm really excited. But yeah, and that's important to remember when when people, if people are aware of Broadchurch, which let's face it, most Americans are not. Probably most not. Americans don't have the BBC, right? And even those that do have the BBC, they might only watch it for Doctor Who, maybe Orphan Black. They might have caught Broadchurch. We're right. talking about I, I, somewhere I read that it was like maybe. Less than one percent of the American public might not even be familiar with Broadchurch. Broad right, it's an extremely low yeah. number. But if you are one of those and you, you're thinking, oh, you know, they're they're, they're this isn't going to be a straight ripoff. I've already seen it because I saw Broadchurch, or it's a ripoff. It's not going to be as good. I think The Office is a really good example to look at and say it is possible to bring something over from the UK, and and, and it might start out in a very similar path. But as the series matures, in this case, even as the season matures, you're going to find that these these two paths have diverged quite a bit right. and, and really developed their own thing. And both are fantastic. Yeah. I, 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 that's I think what I'm expecting. That's anyway. exactly what I'm expecting. So, you know, there's lots of lots of good things that they brought over from Broadchurch. The executive producer, I think, is the same. The executive producer, creator, head writer is the same. I don't think he's writing all of the U.S. versions or episodes. Yeah. But he, he, and I don't know that he wrote all of the UK episodes either, but 
He's the brainchild of the show. He came over to be a part of the show. Right. And and the lead actor, David Tennant. Right. Uh, who I'm a big fan of from Doctor Who. He was in Doctor Who? Yeah. He was... Uh, Which episode? Yeah, he was the... Um, you know the episodes with Rose? Yes. Yeah, he was he was he was the male companion to oh, Rose. Oh, he was he had the the trench coat, the the uh black the, trench coat. Yeah. Yeah, and bald. He was bald. He was bald? With glasses. Mm. Yeah. I guess I'm I'm confused then. You know the little fat people that came off of Yes. Yeah, he was that guy? Yeah, he was that guy. Okay. Yeah, yeah I remember that episode. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> He's my favorite doctor, by the way. Is, is, he? is he yours? Oh, you know, I don't know. I, I would have to go back and watch it. Uh-huh. He was definitely my favorite. Uh-huh. There were so many strong Matt Smith episodes. Yeah. So many strong Matt, Matt Smith episodes. I have a hard time separating the strength of a lot of those episodes yeah. from the doctor. The portrayal of the doctor, David Tennant, was was probably my favorite. Yeah. But yeah. I would have to go back and start start over again and watch it. Have you seen any of the Capaldi episodes yet? I know I you, don't, you don't have cable, right. so I didn't know nope. if you'd seen them yet or nope. not. Okay. Have you seen them? Uh, I'm two episodes behind now because we were on vacation. Right. Uh, I have them on the DVR. Okay. But I've seen the first two or three episodes of the season. I've heard there's a couple of really good ones. Yeah. I would say that at, at this point in his doctordom, yeah. he, he is uh, my favorite at, at this point in there. Like David Tennant, I didn't like him right away. Yeah. Matt Smith didn't like him right away. Right. Capaldi, I'm really enjoying right away. Oh, that, good. That's essentially what wow, I'm trying to that's say. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways. Yeah. So I, and that, you mentioned the, the showrunner, head writer, executive producer, whatever badge you want to throw at him because he wears all of those proudly and, and very, very well. Right. Uh, he's not the reason I got excited. When I found out he was also part of the project, it made me that much more excited. Yeah. David Tennant was all I needed to know to get excited about right. this project. I'm a but, big David Tennant fan. But then they, they threw in another cast member that I'm pretty sure got you as excited, if not more excited than it got me when I found out they had cast her. Was it like the California coast? Cause that's what I'm really excited about. The California coast being like the other actor. No, that wasn't it. Oh no. Oh, I'm talking about a female actor well michael pena is a male actor he is and i when he also excites me i think he's a fantastic actor yeah i do too i think he'll do a good job yeah you're talking probably about anna gunn no 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 of course yes <laughs> yes yeah no i think yeah. she's gonna do a fantastic I job in that role yeah i do too that's that from an emotional standpoint i think she's got the chops to do it oh yeah again watching Broadchurch, and there's gonna be especially in these first couple of podcast episodes a lot of comparisons after that we're going to make it its own show right right but there's such a dynamic range of emotion required from that role opposite david tennant mm-hmm. and it's it's not it's not star and co-star it's star and star it really is yeah and there's such an emotional range required i think just watching her as mrs walter white mm-hmm. she'll she'll do it justice i think yeah it's a, it's a very strong strong female character strong police character yeah i'm excited to see what they're going to do with that role uh, i i really am too i rewatched, and I, I don't remember if we said this already or not you have seen all of Broadchurch in its entirety i have only seen the Broadchurch pilot which i loved don't remember why i never got around to watching it week in and week out yeah it's on the list right but well yeah and even i don't know that it was on the list really? because it was i don't know it, it was just if we didn't watch it the next week and then yeah. we, we kind of forgot about yeah. it 
And then once I found out it was coming over as Grace Point, I purposefully didn't watch it because at that point I didn't know if it was going to be the same show or not. And I thought, well, I don't want to get spoiled. I'll, right. just, I'll enjoy Grace Point all the much more. Right. When I found out that they had two different endings and it was going to be, although starting from a very similar point, you know, taking its own path, I still chose not to go back and rewatch any additional episodes of Grace Point because I felt like it might give this podcast an interesting dynamic where you have maybe a better understanding of the characters, maybe a little insight. It might even hinder you in some way because it's leading you in one way that you've already seen it done. And so I thought it might be a nice dynamic where you've seen all of Broadchurch and I've only seen the pilot episode. But to your point with the pilot, the co-star i can't think of the actress who plays the 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 other detective in Broadchurch. do you recall her name i don't i don't she is so amazing and and the dynamic that she has with the town because she's been in the town for a long time i don't know if she grew up in the town or not where david Tennant's character is brand new to the town there's an emotional difference just in those two characters and i think anna gunn can handle yeah any of those types of necessity the emotional necessities that she'll be called upon she's really going to shine here even more than i think she may maybe maybe more than she did in breaking bad it's probably i probably can't say for sure because it's not the same role it's not maybe not even the same distance of show it's 10 episodes right now and maybe nothing more but she can handle it for sure yeah i think so i think she's got the chops to do it so i think perfectly cast Mm -hmm. in this role i was so excited to hear that she was cast uh, with david yeah in this show and, you know, the other thing you just mentioned, it, it was a beautiful show. It took exactly eight episodes to get mm-hmm. kind of to the meat. For American audience, I mean, that's a, that's a fairly long series for, for British television, right? Eight episodes is... I it's mean, like three seasons of Sherlock. <laughs> that's right. That's exactly <laughs> right. I mean, you know, that's, that's a normal season. Right. The, I think the temptation would be to come over do a pilot and then try and get 22 episodes right off the bat. Right. Which is kind of what they did with the killing. Um, you know, the first season was, was I, I can't remember if it was 16 episodes or 22 episodes. It was a long first season. I'm not sure. But I think you really, in order to keep, it's such a small town mm-hmm. and it's such a compact cast, but, but very talented cast. If you go any longer than 10, 12 episodes, you're gonna. I think you're gonna lose a lot of your audience, mm-hmm. at least with this with this first season. So, I'm excited that they kept it at ten episodes. I'm really yeah. excited. That's the right way to do it. I am too. You and I have had this discussion quite a bit. We even had it during our fringe days on what would be the ideal length for, particularly a drama. We even talked about it in, in right. either other things like comedies and, and those sorts of shows. But with dramas, uh, I'm a fan of the of the 13 episode arc. This is 10. I think that's fine, uh, just just fine as well. And hopefully, uh, it, hopefully, it'll do what the killing was unable to do in a lot of ways: find success in a short season, murder mystery, who done it. And we'll get more seasons out of it. Although Broadchurch season two has been announced and what I've read on it, there's not a murder in season two. It's dealing with the town of Broadchurch and the aftermath of how they're dealing with the murder that, that they dealt with in the first season, which huh. is interesting. I yeah. don't know if I'm as intrigued by it, but at the same time, it makes more sense. I mean, this was really a peaceful town who didn't have this sort of thing happen. Right. That was part of the premise. Right. So for there to be for there to turn around and suddenly be another murder would almost seem out of place in in this one town in right? this one yeah. town that's right yeah so but we'll see how broad church plays its cards and who knows how grace point will play its cards yeah 
So I'm excited. One one thing that the uh, executive producer did promise mm-hmm. is that it is going to be different. So if you've seen if you've seen Broadchurch, mm-hmm. um, you know if you haven't seen it at this point, I would recommend waiting, watching Grace Point, and then going back and watching Broadchurch just so you can draw your own comparisons. Mm-hmm. Um, but but if you've seen it, it's not a reason to to tune out of the show. I think they're going to go a different direction with it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and David Tennant has come out and said, you know, I'm I'm excited that they're doing it. He, I guess he really didn't want to do it if it's going to be the exact same story again. Right. Um, but he said as long as it's not him that did it, that Thanks, that, that committed the, the crime, <laughs> he's believe, fine with it. I don't believe you. I don't believe That's you. That's what he said. You're not spoiling me. Oh, oh! I thought you were trying to make it sound like he did it in Broadchurch. No, 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 no. So you're saying as long as he's not the one that did it in Grace Point. That's correct. I no, you. I'm not going to spoil you. Yeah. I wouldn't spoil anybody. Yeah. No, I did. Not, when yeah. you said that, yeah. I did, actually did. And and he's he's playing an American detective. He's 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 got an American accent. He's got a Californian accent, man. I, what I've heard of the accent is pretty good. <laughs> it's pretty good. It's hard for me to see him, you know, because his real speaking voice is the same accent he had in Broadchurch. Yeah, it's that Scottish. Yeah. It's beautiful Scottish yeah, accent. It is. Yeah. It's it, you know, and it's it. It can be. I think he he poured it on a little thick in Broadchurch okay. for effect. You know, he didn't have the same accent in Doctor Who. No, he was definitely more British yes, in Doctor Who. Much more British. Here, he's got kind of a, like a California surfer attitude. Uh huh. Attitude. Well, he does does definitely have an attitude, but accent, right? <laughs> yes. Like a small surfing village. Yeah. So even though it's filmed in British Columbia. Is it really? It is. I didn't realize that. That's not, funny. not only that, not we we've done three TV shows: Fringe, Almost Human, and now Broadchurch. And they've all been filmed in. They've all been. Well, you and I need to have moved to Vancouver. Vancouver. Yeah, no yeah. kidding. We I would just love to move up there. Actually, oh man, yeah, I love BC. I I love America. Let mm-hmm. me let me say that first. But if I if I had to live somewhere that was adjacent to America, I'd probably <laughs> pick British Columbia. That's where I yeah. would pick. Yeah. There's no question in my mind, and. So you and I only, apparently you and I are only capable of podcasting about Fox shows filmed in British Columbia. There you go. We yeah. should, <laughs> I think we found a pattern. Uh-oh, we the need pattern. to follow it. The pattern. <laughs> what is the pattern? All right. Well, we've uh, mentioned a lot of these actors and stuff. Here's, here's, and we've t- talked about the premise of the show. In case you need more description here, here's, here's what IMDB currently has as the plot of the show. Uh, when a young boy is found dead on an idyllic beach, a major police investigation gets underway in the small California seaside town where the tragedy occurred. Soon deemed a homicide, the case sparks a media frenzy which throws the boy's family into further turmoil and upends the lives of all of the town's residents. So it's your small town murder mystery where a child is the victim. Yes. And uh, it's, it makes for a great setting. And so I, I think, you know, they've changed some of the names. They've kept a lot of the first names the same. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, in the uh, UK series, Broadchurch, it was the Latimer family. It looks like it's going to be the Solano family. Right. But all the names are the same. So the dad's name is Mark. The mom's name is Beth. Mm-hmm. Daughter's name is Chloe. Um, the husband of the female detective played by Anna Gunn is Joe Miller. Ellie Miller is who Anna Gunn is playing. Mm-hmm. Um, Jack Irvine is, I'm assuming because he was in the Broadchurch show, he's kind of a town. He owns a convenience store and sells newspapers. Uh, and in that show, he was the captain of the Sea Brigade, um, which is kind of like the Boy Scouts on water. Well, Jack Irvine is their son. I think Jack was their son's name in Broadchurch, uh, right? Tom. Tom is their son. 
Tom Miller. Mm-hmm. Is the son, is the name of the son? Right. You said Jack Irvine was the actor who plays Tom. Oh, it is. Mm-hmm. Oh, pff. yeah. Pff. Yeah, I uh, think Jack, you're, you're thinking of the Nick Jack, Nolte Jack character. Jack Reinhold. Yeah, who's played, played by, by Nick Nolte. Nick Nolte, yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, that'll be funny. I mean, he's a good actor. Yeah. We haven't seen him in a yes. while, but yeah. I, Do you know who the actor was that played? I don't. I recognized him, but I couldn't. He was uh, one of those guys I've just seen. No, I, I recognize him. He, um, I'm trying to remember his name. Okay. I'm, I'm going to have to look it up right, right as we're talking. But he was also, he played... The first Doctor in the Doctor Who special, A Journey Through Space and Time. Maybe that's where I recognize it. Oh, that is where I recognize it. What is his name? I'll know it when you say it. It is... That's where I recognized him from. Yeah, they made him into... Um, David Bradley. That's David it. Bradley, yeah. that yes. is it, yeah. Yeah, oh, and he did... He, uh, the first Doctor's name is now also escaped me. This is terrible. If, you ha- if I wasn't on microphone, I could rattle it off in a moment. William Hartnell. William Hartnell is yeah. correct. Yeah. And he looked just like him. He was at Comic-Con that uh, two years ago when right. we were there for the right. 50th anniversary. That's panel. right. Yeah. You know, it's like the Doctor Who reunion. Yeah. The Broadchurch. Yeah. When you said there were two Doctor Who alums in the show, that's not who you were talking about when no. you were talking about the second one. That's right. Because he's not technically a Doctor Who alum. Right. He just played him in a in Not a in the same TV sense show. that the right. other two actors are. Yeah. Yeah. It was um, the vicar, Paul... Can't remember his last name. His first name was Paul. Yeah, I don't remember his Paul name. Paul Coates, on the, maybe. On the show. Yeah, played Rory. Played on, Rory. Yeah, yes. Amy Pond's love husband, right? Yes. 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 Yeah. Yeah. So help me out with some of these other characters, Clint, because yeah, sure. I don't know what role they're playing in in the show. Do you? Yeah, I don't. Uh, so I I can tell you just based on their first names. Okay. Um, you know, again, they've changed some of the the last names, so. Jack Reinholdt, who was who I was saying mm-hmm. earlier, um, Jack Reinholdt, at least in Broadchurch, that character owned a convenience store and was also the captain of the Sea Brigade, which is kind of like Boy Scouts on water. Mm-hmm. Owen Burke, he's kind of a town newspaper guy. Um, he's a writer for the local journal. Mm-hmm. It was called the Echo in Broadchurch. I think it's actually called the Journal. Right? I think it is here, yeah. yeah. Um, Susan Wright is a is an older lady who lives on the water in a trailer house in Broadchurch. Has got a mysterious background. Paul Coates is the vicar, who is the priest, mm-hmm. and uh, Renee Clemens. I don't know who that is. I think that may be one of the other journalists. Oh, okay. I can't remember what her name is. I because I just saw the pilot and that's it. So yeah. I'm not sure, but you might be right. Um, Jimma Fisher, I think, is the woman who owns the local bed and breakfast mm-hmm. there in town. Dean Iverson is the boyfriend of Chloe Solano. Okay. Mm-hmm. Chloe is the daughter. I'm sorry, the daughter of Mark and Beth. And the also sister the of sister the of the victim. Mm-hmm. And there's a age difference between her and him, right? In the Broadchurch pilot. Yes. Okay. So we'll see if that carries yes. forward here. That's right. And I, I don't recognize the last two. Okay. Hugo Garcia, which is funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a, lo- a lost tie-in. Yeah. And Angela Schultz. So we'll see what those characters end up being. Here's the thing. So this is very, very much a whodunit show, right? Yeah. We don't know who did it. Even though you may have seen Broadchurch, you still don't know who did did it in Grace Point. And so we have a segment that we're going to have each week called the Prime Suspect of the Week. 
That's right. This is going to be an ongoing poll over on our website, goldenspiralmedia.com slash gracepoint. And what you can do is go over and cast your vote every week for who you think is the prime suspect. And we've decided to make this an ongoing poll. In other words, it won't be a new poll every week, but it'll be an ongoing poll each week. So you'll be able to vote more than once because of that. So we're asking you to be on the honor system. Only vote once per week for the person that you think is the perpetrator. Who's the murderer? And we'll see at the end. And Clint and I will also um, tell you each week, you know, what our running you know, uh, prime suspect is. And if you, and when you call in your feedback, which we encourage you to do, if you want to tweet us each week, we encourage you to do that. Tell us who you think your prime suspect is. Yeah. But we'll also have the poll going on too, to kind of gauge overall the audience overall uh, idea of who the prime suspect right. is. And just a reminder, they did say that it's going to be different than it was in Broadchurch. So, so if you've seen Broadchurch, you are already one step ahead because you can eliminate one person. One person. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> right. Uh, Although probably you can eliminate David Tennant's character too because he wouldn't have agreed to do it had that's true. The, him that's true. <laughs> had it been him, yeah. yeah. Which I wouldn't have thought it would be him. No, anyway. he doesn't. At least in Broadchurch, he doesn't even show up to the town until after the murder is committed. So it would yeah. be pretty far fetched. Yeah, to think that he would murder somebody and then come to the town to investigate the murder. But that would seem a bit far fetched. Yes. Yeah. So we mentioned the executive producer earlier. That's Chris Chibnall. Is that how you pronounce I it? I think so. Yeah. Um, he did two episodes of Life on Mars. He did eight episodes of Torchwood. Wow. And he also wrote five episodes of Doctor Who, including uh, Dinosaurs on a Spaceship. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's a good one. And they had a couple of these little bonus episodes. Uh, Pond Life was one. It was like a five-part series, a little yeah. mini episodes. And P.S. was another one. These involve Amy and Rory. Right. So he's got... Torchwood and Doctor Who, a lot of stuff there. Right. And then, of course, Broadchurch, a bunch of other stuff, yeah. too. I think the uh, UK version of Law and Order, he did some stuff on that as well. Yeah. And Life on Mars, we should note that it's the UK version. There was a yeah, thank you for that. very short-lived, yeah. I think, US version with uh, Amber Tamblin and yeah. some other people. I'm it didn't even make it else. one season. Or it might have just made it yeah. one season and that was it. Yeah. I don't know. That's going to drive me I think nuts. it made one season because they shoehorned in the finale, which didn't make any sense because it was intended to be the finale for after like three three to five seasons. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was bizarre. Well, we have a, a, a little bit of uh, some excerpts from an interview from Variety Magazine. And this is uh, this opening quote here is from executive producer Carolyn Bernstein. And she said that we did consider different starting places, different ideas for the first episode. She says, I think we kept coming back to the first episode of Broadchurch, not shot for shot, but the way that the story was told was so well done that why would we contort ourselves to figure out a different way to tell the story? when that was the smartest, most compelling way to launch this particular story. So that tells us that the pilot of Broadchurch and the pilot of Grace Point are going to be very, very similar. That's right. Yep. And even if some of the promo stuff that you've seen, some of those shots really are shot for shot. Almost, yeah, almost shot for shot. Which I've also read articles, people look at that and go, oh, it really is just Broadchurch. But they go, they go on to say, uh, the producer did promise that as the series progresses, it really diverges in 
pretty big, large ways from the original. But particularly in that first episode, it felt like the smartest, best launching pad. We didn't want to try to fix something that we all thought was excellent. And then this quote comes from executive producer Dan Futterman. He says, it's going to start to change very, very rapidly. I think by the third and fourth episodes, you see very, very great detours. And it also reverts to form as well because the genetics of the show are powerful and they're successfully powerful. And he says, but we deviated as much as we wanted to and as much as we could while still trying to tell this beautiful story that has a beginning and now a different ending. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, dun, dun, for sure. So I'm excited for it. I am too. I can't wait. So it's on Fox, Mm -hmm. currently on Thursday nights. Right. At 9, 8 central. So we want to get your feedback each week. As I mentioned, we have the prime suspect of the week. We'll, We'll be telling you who our prime suspect is. When you send in your feedback, whether that's written feedback or audio feedback or via Twitter or Facebook, any of those ways, you can tell us who your prime suspect is. We encourage you to go over each week to goldenspiralmedia.com slash gracepoint and participate in the ongoing poll so we can see as an audience as a whole at the end of the season if we got it figured out. I like that. Yeah. Poll. Mm-hmm. They can do poll <laughs> <laughs> Um You can follow us on Twitter at gracepoint.com. GSM. Okay. Yep. And you can also follow us on Facebook. We're going to have a Facebook group set up by the time we do the pilot episode. But for now, just know that our overall Golden Spiral Media family of uh, our main Facebook account is facebook.com slash Golden Spiral Media. That's right. And then you can give feedback. Probably the best way to do that, Daryl, I would say, is Mm -hmm. to go to our website, goldenspiralmedia.com slash feedback mm-hmm. there you've got one of two amazing options there's a form you can fill out where yep. you can put the name of the show mm-hmm. and then you can either type or attach feedback uh through all of our favorite audio formats like mp3 mm-hmm. m4a elemental mm-hmm. p i even put in og vorbis just og for you and og vorbis yeah thank you so much you're welcome and then uh, another way, if you just want to leave voice feedback and don't want to pre-record it, you can click the button on the left side of the screen. Is it on the left still? Um, right. It's there on the page. I'm not sure where I put it. I think it's, it's on, on the, the right. But yeah, it's, it's on the right. Yeah. It's on the right or left, you know, depending on if you're looking at the monitor through the back of the screen or through the front. <laughs> um, yeah, call, it's called organ pipe, you know, for the church <laughs> reference there. Right. And uh, you just click that button and start talking. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. It'll use your uh, computer's microphone, or if you have the uh, speak pipe, is doing. This is a, will be an ongoing joke for Clint in case you're new to the podcast. If you have the speak pipe app, you can pull it up. On, there is a on speak your, pipe app. Yeah, and if you so if you pull up our website on your mobile phone uh-huh. and tap on it, it'll open up the speak pipe app automatically and send it to us automatically. It's pretty pretty slick. Can you like favorite a speak pipe thing on the app so that you don't have to open the website? I would imagine you could and okay. save that to your. To your home screen? Yeah, that'd be awesome. I'm sure you could, yeah. That'd be that'd be fan-pipe-tastic. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we are going to be recording on Sunday, probably Sunday evenings. Most likely. After kids go to bed. After kids go to bed. Yeah. We don't know if we're doing a live show yet. We haven't even talked about it. Because it's going to be dependent on when kids go to bed, 
that's unlikely that we're going to be doing a live show. Probably not. But you never know. We might just get a wild hair and turn on the webcam at some point. But uh, So your deadline for sending in feedback is going to be Sundays at noon Eastern. Sundays, noon Eastern will be your deadline for sending in that awesome feedback. Which we love. And we're going to do feedback a little bit different than what we've done, what Daryl and I have done in other mm-hmm. podcasts. Mm-hmm. Instead of having a dedicated feedback section... If you bring up something really interesting to talk about, we're just going to work it into our main discussion. So let's say that we're talking about how awesome David Tennant's Converse shoes were for a particular episode, (laughs) and you have some feedback on his Converse. Um, We'll have a line in there where we're going to talk about his Converse shoes, and then we'll play your feedback and then discuss the feedback, which I think is an awesome way to do it. It'll feel more like you're being involved in the show rather than delegated to your own separate but equal section. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean relegated, but whatever. Delegated, relegated, mm-hmm. relegated yeah. to a separate but equal section. Right. We don't want to put you in the ghetto, in the feedback ghetto. We want to assimilate you within our, That's right. within our entire podcast. If there's podcast. one thing we learned from our experience with Almost Human, the last thing we want to do is put up a wall and then never really get a chance to peer over that wall. That's right. We don't really want to build walls mm-hmm. between us and our fans. Right. And then never get to break those down. Right. Physically or metaphorically. Exactly. Or blow them up. Yeah. Or corks, for that matter. Or corks. Uh, Why did you laugh, Clint? It's almost as if you understood that joke about a season of Lost that you say doesn't exist. I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) All right. Well, thanks for tuning into our intro uh, preview episode for Grace Point. We're excited about it. I hope you're excited about it. Again, Fox, Thursday night, October 2nd at 9, 8 central. Podcasting on Sundays. So your deadline for feedback is... Uh, noon Eastern time. So we're going to release the podcast on Mondays. So look for it on Mondays. Check it out. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in. And until next time, don't forget that the truth is out there. And everyone has secrets. What about this out bloody standing Miller? What is that? (laughs) That's one of the that's one of the main quotes in Broadchurch. Oh, is it really? Right. David Tennant goes, "Oh, bloody standing Miller," <laughs> but I couldn't do it, and I couldn't do it justice, and it wouldn't make sense. Oh, uh, see.